Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. WTOP traffic. Another mild day for us, albeit it's not going to be as pretty as it was yesterday with clouds moving in during the afternoon. Here early this morning, a chance for some patchy fog. Our temperatures of 40 to 45 degrees will rise once again to around 70 degrees during the afternoon. Winds will be out of the south at about 5 to 15 miles per hour. And then a stronger wind on Saturday in cooler conditions. We'll get a little rain Friday night. That system is out of here by Saturday morning with highs in the 50s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, you're looking at 49 degrees to Pond Circle, 44 Germantown, 46 Annandale. We are down to 48 in our nation's capital at 359. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Friday morning, November 17th. I'm Dean Blaine. Welcome into WTOP. Coming up this 4 a.m. hour, on WTLP, President Biden signs a temporary spending bill into law, ending the threat of a government shutdown for now. We hear from Virginia's new Senate leader on a possible constitutional amendment on abortion. I'm Nick Ainelli. Prison for an off-duty officer who killed two men. I'm Neil Augenstein. A new law on child sex abuse cases in Maryland faces a challenge from the Archdiocese of Washington. I'm Kate Ryan. Good morning. Welcome in 4 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Tom Forty. Palestinian officials report communications mostly out across the Gaza Strip. No phones, no internet due to a lack of fuel. This is Israel puts on more military pressure in its war with Hamas, the terrorist organization that triggered it with the October 7th attack and kidnappings. Israel is now controlling that major hospital in Gaza City. The latest on that from the BBC's Yolanda Nell. There are two bodies of women in particular that we've been hearing about in the past few hours. Uh, the first of them, that of a woman called Yehud advice who was taken from her home in Beria, kibbutz close to uh, the Gaza Strip. There's also been news about this young Israeli soldier, Corporal Noah Marciano. We were told earlier in the week uh, that she had been killed. Now uh, the Israeli military says that they've also recovered her body in a building close to a Shifa hospital. President Biden took time out from hosting fellow leaders from nations on the Pacific to sign that stopgap money bill that prevents a government shutdown. Next for the president. The meeting with Mexican President Obrador will take place on the sidelines of the summit with Asia-Pacific leaders in San Francisco. The White House says President Biden and President Obrador will discuss ways to continue to work together to manage migration at the shared border. The talks between Mr. Biden and Mr. Obrador will take place six weeks after Mexican and U.S. officials met in Mexico City. There, they discussed issues including fentanyl, arms trafficking, migration, and the U.S. plan to build a new section of border wall. Linda Kenyon, CBS News, Washington. After a major storm that dropped a lot of rain, thousands remain without power in South Florida. On the other coast, if repairs go as they have been going, Los Angeles commuters could be off those workarounds back on I-10 this coming Tuesday, maybe even earlier. Governor Gavin Newsom says of the elevated stretch of I-10 that has been shut down since last weekend's arson fire. One thing we can guarantee you is we will be open five lanes in both directions at the latest 
Tuesday of next week. Earlier this week, officials said that it could take crews between three and five weeks to shore up the mile-long stretch. Governor Newsom says more than 250 people are working around the clock to make the repairs. The arson investigation is ongoing. Jennifer Kuyper, CBS News. The man who broke into the home of former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and attacked her husband with a hammer. He has been convicted on federal kidnapping and assault charges. U.S. Attorney Ismail Ramsey in San Francisco. I want to extend our sincerest hopes to the Pelosi family that Paul Pelosi experiences a full recovery in this matter. Portland, Oregon, no quick end to a now long-running teacher strike. There's no school for Portland students until at least November 27th. This is CBS News. Make the hiring process work for you with Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution. You can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credits. Foreclosure. It's a topic that most people want to avoid. But if you are facing potential foreclosure, you do have options. We at Housing Counseling Services and the D.C. Department of Insurance, Securities, and Banking encourage you to seek assistance at the first sign of trouble. Our HUD-certified housing counselors are available to help you understand your options, communicate with lenders, and apply for available assistance. Eligible homeowners may also receive up to five hours of free legal assistance. The counseling is free, too. If you have concerns about your mortgage, call the Housing Counseling Services Foreclosure Prevention Helpline at 202-265-2255 or visit our website at www.housingetc.org. Again, make the call. That's 202-265-2255 or visit housingetc.org. WTOP at 404. Friday morning, November 17th, 2023. Welcome in. Partly to mostly cloudy. Pretty nice day. Comfortable. Veronica says we're going up to 65 to 72 for the high. Late evening rain possible. 52 now in Washington. Good morning to you. Dean Lane, we thank you for taking us along for your early 4 a.m. hour ride this Friday. We begin the ride this morning after Democrats took control of Virginia's General Assembly just last week in the election. Senator Scott Surovell. He is said who represents Fairfax County was elected by members of his party to be the Senate's brand new majority leader. He tells WTOP's Nick Ainelli this Friday morning he'll likely push for a constitutional amendment on the heated issue of abortion. Abortion played a major role in the election, but it's not over. Virginia's new Senate Majority Leader Scott Surville tells WTOP he'd support a state constitutional amendment that would guarantee a woman's right to an abortion. I don't think there's any question that the House and the Senate are going to hopefully pass resolutions to put a woman's right to make our own health care decisions into the Constitution of Virginia. The resolution would need to pass in both the House and Senate during two separate legislative sessions. Then it would need to be approved by voters. It's a long and complicated process. So will Serval get to work on that right away? We haven't had a real chance to talk about it as a caucus or talk to the House of Delegates about it. And I think it would have to be a joint decision. And right now we're just getting organized. But anything's possible. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. WTOP News time, 4.05 Friday morning. An ex-Pentagon police officer sentenced to 25 years in prison this week for shooting and killing two men. He suspected at the time were stealing cars locally near his Tacoma Park condo. This happened a couple of years ago. He pleaded guilty this week to second-degree murder months after a mistrial in the case. Here in Montgomery County Circuit Court, David Dixon apologized to the families of the victims. He said he instinctively reacted given his law enforcement training. But state's attorney John McCarthy reminded the judge that Dixon had no police powers in Maryland. He fired five times 
after assuming a military position to steady his aim. The cousin for James Johnson said Dixon can get up and breathe every day, something his cousin and Dominique Williams can't do. They're in a casket six feet deep. The judge said Dixon will be eligible for parole after serving half of his sentence. In Rockville, Neil Augenstein, WTOP News. Friday morning, 406 on WTOP, as it faces allegations of child sex abuse dating back years. Now the Archdiocese of Washington takes court action of its own by trying to overturn a new Maryland law. In October, a new law that opened the door for survivors of child sex abuse to file suit, no matter how long ago the abuse took place, went into effect in Maryland. Now, as it defends itself against a group of allegations... The Archdiocese of Washington is arguing the law isn't constitutional. Jonathan Shakur, who represents the plaintiffs, responded. Well, I speak for the survivors in saying I fervently believe this is a constitutional law. And Shakur calls the action by the Archdiocese. It's a betrayal of trust. Attorneys for the Archdiocese disputed the allegations in the latest case, but also argued in their motion that the new law actually removes protections in the Maryland Constitution. Advocates and attorneys for survivors say they're not surprised by the legal challenge and expect it to move to the Supreme Court. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP at 407. As the cooler weather begins to arrive through the region, you may be sweating those higher utility bills because of the cost of heat. WTOP's Scott Gelman explains this morning there are some things you can do to avoid them. Setting the thermostat to 68 degrees or lower can go a long way in keeping energy bills down. Peggy Fox with Dominion Energy suspects it's a sweet spot for many people. Each degree above 68 degrees can significantly increase your heating bill. She advises residents to take steps to prevent heating systems from working harder, which she says leads to expensive bills. The colder it is outside, the harder your heating system is working to keep your home warm. You could consider a smart thermostat that lowers temperatures overnight or when your home is empty. Make sure that thermostat is installed properly and also is compatible with your HVC. And she recommends checking your air filter every month. If you've got a dirty air filter, your system is going to have to work even harder. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Good Friday morning, November 17th. Welcome into WTOP. Time now is 408. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the gates and when it breaks. Good morning to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. Good morning, everyone. That accident southbound 95 at the entrance trap now blocked just south of Warrington Road. This accident blocks a tractor trailer. Also, the ramp from northbound 95 heading up to Warrington Road closed because of ongoing road work. Also, northbound 95 between Plank Road and the Rappahannock River. New road construction with the center lane, right lane, and the left lane, all alternating closures. Southbound 95 on the approach to Cardinal Drive. It's the right lane blocked by bridge work. Then southbound 95 of Russell Road, right lane and right shoulder closed. However, the survey work on southbound 95 that started right around Edsel Road, heading past the Springfield Interchange 2644, all that has cleared. Also, they were doing some litter pickup operations on the northbound side of 95 in various locations in the right lane north of 619 past the Occoquan. Uh, that work has been cleared. No major worries on the Capitol Beltway in Virginia. Had some road widening operations on the ramp from westbound 66 to the 
the outer loop that has been cleared. There are no major work zones currently either side of 66 between Centerville and the Capitol Beltway. Inside the Beltway, you still have the work zone eastbound 66 at US 29 in Roslyn, the right side, the right side blocked because of the long-term bridge work. Want to test an electric car? Plug into fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, the Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitz way. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. You're starting your day with temperatures in the low to mid-40s. Not quite as cold, mainly clear, and there's a chance for a little bit of patchy fog around the area here first thing. We'll see our skies turn mostly cloudy late today, but get this, her afternoon temperature again up around. 70 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. And uh, around the region this early morning, we are looking at 49 degrees upon circle. It is 44 this morning in Germantown. We're at 46 in Annandale, 52 in Holding in our nation's capital. The WTOP Traffic Center. Tracking the top trouble spots. The biggest backups. The major incidents. The slowest traffic. WTOP Traffic. Every 10 minutes, on the 8th, and when it breaks. Time now to check your money news on WTOP with Jeff Claybaugh. General Motors union workers have approved the new UAW contract, but far from unanimously, 54% voted to ratify it. First-time jobless claims rose to the highest since August last week. The number of people getting unemployment is now at a two-year high. Amazon will allow local car dealerships to sell vehicles on Amazon. Buyers can either pick them up or have them delivered. The Dow lost 46 points Thursday. The S&P 500 gained 5. The Nasdaq gained 10. Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. Overseas this morning, Asian stocks remain mixed. The Nikkei is up by 161 points. The Kospi down 18. The Hang Seng is up by 379. The Shanghai is, uh, I'm sorry, the, the Hang Seng is down by 379. The Shanghai is up by 4. Good morning. Glad you're with us. It is 412 on WTOP. Join the Thanksgiving morning fun and excitement. The YMCA and Bethesda Rotary are hosting their annual Turkey Chase Charity Race, the largest 10K in Montgomery County. Lace up your running or walking shoes and get ready to race with friends, family, and thousands of community members, all while supporting local children and families in need. Start the giving season off right during this fun charity event. Virtual options allow anyone, anywhere to join the excitement. Register at turkeychase.com today. That's turkeychase.com. To register today. Ace Photo Dominion Camera Customer Appreciation Day is this Saturday, November 18th from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Nikon representative Derek Skaggs is in Ashburn and will walk you through all the new Nikon mirrorless camera and Z lenses. Get your hands on a new retro Nikon Zia full-frame camera and a 135mm Planet F1.8 portrait lens. Nikon Black Friday Instant Savings ends on November 30th. Get the best Nikon prices on our Customer Appreciation Day. Learn more at acephoto.net. Nikon Inc. Limited Warranty Included. Call 703-430-3333 or visit acephoto.net. It's Toyota-thon, Toyota's biggest event of the year. Waldorf Toyota and Alexandria Toyota make Toyota-thon shopping twice as easy at twicethechoices.com. With just a click, twice the Toyota-thon selection, twice the Toyota-thon savings, and all backed by the incredible customer service of these two Beltway Toyota superstores. Bring your trade to save even more. Everyone knows the best Toyota deals are at year-end. The thon is on. Shop Toyota-thon at twicethechoices.com. It's Friday, November 17th. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. If you're just joining us, 
Thanks for starting your day with us. Partly to mostly cloudy, it should be today. Comfortable, though, according to Veronica, 65 to 72 is the expected high. Then late day rain possible, she said, after 10 tonight. Right now, you are waking up to 49, DuPont Circle, 44, Germantown, 46, Annandale. We're at 52 in our nation's capital. Good morning. I'm Dean Lane. Glad you're with us this morning. It's 414 on WTOP. Welcome in. Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts matter. To the world of sports, we turn Friday morning on WTOP. She's a big part of the NFL games you watch on Thursday nights and on Fox on Sunday afternoons. Wilson, quick game break. Back to Carissa Thompson. But this week, Teresa Thompson actually made very controversial admissions about her work practices as an NFL sideline reporter. On the Pardon My Take podcast, as it's called, she discussed this week her time as a sideline reporter and said there were instances, apparently, where she completely made up sideline reports because coaches did not provide her with any material to share on the air. This morning, WTOP's Dimitri Sotis digs deeper in this situation, talking with USA Today sports columnist Christine Brennan, who says Thompson, she thinks, should be fired. If I ever did this, I would expect to be fired. In fact, I'd probably just walk out the door because I know that I would not belong anymore in in journalism or even in broadcasting, which I've certainly done my share of that, too. I guess maybe people could say that broadcasters like Thompson or whomever someone might want to say are not journalists. They're broadcasters, and there is a difference, certainly, in the sense there shouldn't be but but that they're entertainers or i think that would be an argument that some might try to make and okay make it but then let everyone know that you're making stuff up and see how they respond as viewers or readers or whomever this is absolutely unacceptable as someone who has covered football teams, including the local team, as you know, uh, as I've done, and and the meticulous way that uh, that I and so many of my colleagues, hundreds and hundreds of colleagues that I've watched over the years, double check a quote, triple check a quote. We all tape record things to make sure we get it exact. And to think that now she is just admitting that she's just making stuff up. I'm kind of surprised she hasn't already been fired, but I guess maybe nothing should surprise me anymore. (laughs) There's a point to be made about how coaches do have a certain way of speaking, and you could almost predict or get close to what they might say. Oh, absolutely. Yes, for sure. And I've done some sideline reporting of golf, if you can call it sideline reporting, women's golf, LPGA. I've done uh, basketball, Ivy League basketball, men's and women's years ago, and and ESPN basketball, women's basketball, and other things. So I've done it. And it can be a little much when you're interviewing someone, a player, a coach, and they're kind of just giving you one cliche after another. But that's when, if you are a journalist, trained to be a journalist as I am, or if you can use your brains, you come up with interesting questions. Or you fire back and say, okay, but that's, we knew that, but what about this? And you do your job and you elicit responses that are interesting. Or I would say, and this is not Thompson's fault per se, Dimitri, but I would say then for the networks, don't have anyone there. And I'm not saying that that's what you should do. But if you can't 
do a job if it's that bad then just why waste anyone's time including the broadcaster's time to do the interview if you're going to just get just nonsense and so that would be the the leadership of the network to make that decision this is about journalism basic journalism are you believable are you trusted are you abiding by the ethics of being a, a journalist and and to me that's why this is just absolutely egregious on Skype that's USA today sports columnist Christine Brennan who's also a contributor to ABC News and CNN and a conversation with our Dimitri Soto. Quick look now at the top stories we're following for you early Friday morning on WTOP. 50 million people at least are expected to drive somewhere for Thanksgiving. And if you're driving, you will want to consider avoiding certain times to have a smoother, less congested ride. Advice ahead. George Santos says he will not run for another term in the House, but the New York Republican could still be facing expulsion after a scathing House Ethics Committee report that came out this week. And the latest in the Middle East, are Israel and Hamas closer to a deal to free hostages Friday morning or farther apart? Some answers coming up. Keep it here for more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Friday morning, November 17th, 418. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Ken Burgers in the WTOP Traffic Center. Starting in Maryland at the Bay Bridge, as they often do at this time of the morning, they have reopened the eastbound span after the overnight closure because of road work. So both lanes are now open. However, the far right lane is only open on the westbound span. The other two lanes still remain shut down as they discontinue the two-way operations on the westbound span at the Bay Bridge. But it's usually reopened by 5 o'clock on a new work zone going on in Fairfax County, westbound 66. In the express lanes, right around U.S. 29 in Centerville, you're going to find that the left shoulder, left lane are alternating closures because of maintenance work. There was a work zone on westbound 66 in the main lanes between uh, US 29 and Virginia 28. That has been cleared. However, still have the work zone on southbound 28 on the ramp to eastbound 66. And that is construction activity. There are no other work zones reported either in the main lanes or the express lanes between Centerville and the Capitol Beltway. Inside the Beltway on 66, right around US 29 in Roslyn. You've got the right lane closed because of the ongoing bridge work. That's a long-term work zone. So- that's a long-term work zone that goes on until February of next year. Also on Roslyn, both directions of 66 near North Scott Street, the left lane and left shoulder are shut down. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Not too cold here early this morning. Our temperatures will be starting out around 40 to 45 degrees. The next colder start for us is going to be Sunday morning. Chance for patchy fog. Otherwise, you're looking at a good deal of sunshine once the sun comes up with clouds moving in late day and chance of rain by 10 to 11 p.m. So you got some pretty good hours there even this evening as it's going to be so mild up to around 70 degrees today. Cooler behind a cold front for the upcoming weekend with temperatures in the 50s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the first Alert Weather Center. Right now, it's 43 in Alexandria, 48 Penn Quarter. You're waking up to 45 degrees in Columbia this 4 a.m. hour, Friday morning, November 17th. And we are up to 56 in our nation's capital. Good morning. Glad you're with us here at WTLP. Time now is 421. And straight ahead to this morning on WTLP, a jury deadlocks this week at the trial of a former Louisville officer charged in Breonna Taylor's killing. We'll have the latest coming right up. Stay with us. Teachers shape the future. Right now, in a classroom somewhere in the United States, there's a teacher inspiring a future scientist who'll make preventing pandemics their life's work. Sharpening the mind of an aspiring environmentalist who'll help combat climate change. 
and generating possibilities for a student who'll be the first in their family to graduate college. Explore a career that leaves a legacy you can be proud of. Teach. Learn more and receive free support at teach.org. And on that morning when I wake up, you're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Join the Thanksgiving morning fun and excitement. The YMCA and Bethesda Rotary are hosting their annual Turkey Chase Charity Race, the largest 10K in Montgomery County. Lace up your running or walking shoes and get ready to race with friends, family, and thousands of community members, all while supporting local children and families in need. Start the giving season off right during this fun charity event. Virtual options allow anyone, anywhere to join the excitement. Register at turkeychase.com today. That's turkeychase.com to register today. It's Friday, November 17th. Welcome in 422 on WTOP. Thanks for starting your early morning with us. This is WTOP News. A mistrial declared this week in the trial of a former Kentucky officer charged in the death of Breonna Taylor. The 26-year-old, you'll remember, was shot and killed during a police raid on her apartment in Louisville back in 2020. The 12-member jury was considering two counts, one in relation to Breonna Taylor and her boyfriend and the other in relation to her neighbors. Now, for each count, the judge had instructed the jurors to unanimously determine if former Louisville police detective Brett Hankison had beyond a reasonable doubt deprived the victims from their constitutional rights to be free from unreasonable force involving a dangerous weapon or an attempt to kill. The jurors obviously couldn't agree on all of that. CBS correspondent Roxana Saberi in Louisville. Prosecutors in the case say Hankinson fired five gunshots through a bedroom window that night, another five through a sliding glass door. None of his bullets actually hit anyone, but prosecutors in the case say Hankinson violated the civil rights of Taylor, her boyfriend, and several neighbors when he fired his gun that night. The man who broke into former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's San Fran home and attacked her husband Paul with a hammer last year is found guilty. The jury in San Francisco needed just eight hours to find David DePap guilty of attempted kidnapping of a federal official and assault on a family member. Drop the hammer. Um, nope. Hey, hey, hey. The attack was caught on police body cam video when they responded to Paul Pelosi's call for help in October of 22. The 43-year-old DePap had no reaction in court. He had testified he had been intending to hold Nancy Pelosi hostage and break her kneecaps if she lied to him. DePap in court echoed right-wing conspiracy theories. He also faces a state trial on numerous charges. I'm Jackie Quinn. D.C. police here at home say a social media post led them to the main suspect in the shooting death of 14-year-old Nico Estep. Estep was shot and killed outside the Crown Gas Station on 14th Street in Columbia Heights earlier this month. 17-year-old Lorenzo Thompson was arrested and charged as an adult with second-degree murder in the case. According to court documents obtained by NBC4, just three days after that shooting, Thompson apparently got on Instagram Live posting a video bragging about the crime while at the same time wearing the very same jacket and sneakers seen on the gunman in the gas station surveillance footage. Police in the case say they found a magazine at the same kind used in that gun in the shooting during a search of Thompson's bedroom. They also say they don't currently have a motive for the shooting. Stay tuned. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. It's Friday, November 17th. Welcome in 425 Indeed Sports Time. And 
Rob's turn this morning. Thursday night football saw both starting quarterbacks suffer injury scares, but the Baltimore Ravens cruised past the Burrow-less Bengals 34-20 to bolster their division lead with an 8-3 record. Despite losing top target Mark Andrews to an ankle injury on the game's opening drive, Lamar Jackson shrugged off his own ankle injury to throw for two touchdowns. He rushed for 54 yards to pass Randall Cunningham for the fourth most rushing yardage among quarterbacks. Joe Burrow arrived at M&T Bank Stadium with his right throwing wrist wrapped and injured it on his first half touchdown.